You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. So I have talked for a couple weeks now about this episode that came to me that I was thinking about and processing. And the topic is titration. I think I've mentioned this before where a certain word or phrase when I hear it, even though it's very random and not significant at the moment, it sticks in my mind as significant. And then I know that there's going to be some sort of message or download around it. This happened for a few posts that I've done on Instagram. But for this particular topic, it was when I was going on my ADHD medication and the nurse practitioner was booking my appointment for that. And the word titration, even though in that moment, it's like literally just finding the right dose, right? And starting with the lowest and working your way up and seeing how much your body can handle and how much it takes to get the results you're looking for. That's the general understanding that I have and had about titration. So it's kind of like, I don't know why this is sticking. But as I allowed it to just sink in, what I really started grasping was this idea that we can use this kind of strategy or process for mind, body, and soul in all different ways to help us find balance and to not push ourselves too far or deprive ourselves of something that we need. So with medication, the way that works is they start you at a low dose. They see how that is handled in your body. And then if it doesn't seem to be having enough effect and you seem to be tolerating it okay, tolerance is something that's talked about a lot in that, then you increase the dose. I know there's other scientific ways of talking about titration, but to be honest, I just didn't want to do research for this one, really. I wanted to see what came through naturally. So if you're really curious, feel free to look up what that means in terms of like chemistry and any of the other ways that titration is used. But it's trying to get a reaction. There's an outcome or reaction that you're hoping for and you keep adding until it happens. But what they're really looking for in terms of the medication that made sense to me is that they're looking at side effects and any negative impacts that it has on your health, well-being. That really resonated with me because I think if I apply this to doing a new thing or if you have a difficult time resting, anything that is changing the chemistry in your life and the balance and harmony of your life is going to have an effect on you. We'll use rest as the example. If your goal is to feel more rested, give yourself more time for integration and healing and stillness to really tap into your intuition, if that's your goal, if you're very busy, then telling yourself, okay, from now on, I'm going to rest all weekend and every evening. I'm just going to rest. I'm going to do nothing. You might last a day. 
right? And then you're going to be like, nope, that's too much. Your nervous system is going to be like, what is happening? You're going to feel probably fight or flight, right? You're going to resist it. The resistance is another thing that comes up with this and it's not going to be successful. And then you're going to be like, I hate resting. And then you're just going to avoid it like me, right? Because you're trying to go to the end goal and be like, wouldn't it be great if I just only worked during work hours and then just did nothing the rest of the time? Like it sounds great when you're busy, but in practice, your body is not used to that. Your mind, your emotions, like you're not going to tolerate that amount of rest. That's a big shift. Think about if that was like a dosage, that would be like going to like the highest max dose allowed when you're starting a new medication that you've never had before, right? So all the symptoms like the nausea, the lightheadedness, the fatigue, all those things are going to set in. And then if you think about it, when I describe those symptoms, when you're not eating well, when you're too busy, when you're stressed, what do you feel? Sometimes your body tells you that it's at its max by you start feeling nauseous, you start to feel lightheaded, start to get headaches, you might feel dizzy, right? And it's your body being like you need rest. And so that is where this concept really tied in for me. Not enough of something is bad, but too much is also bad. And that's where that harmony and balance I was talking about, my word of the year, harmony, also ties into this. And the titration is adding it in little bits. Think about whatever it is that you really want to implement in your life or a new thing you want to do, whatever that might be. Think about ways that you can do it in small things. If we look back to the artist's way, for example, Doing morning pages is like one thing. For some people, doing it every day at first is too much. But if you've pushed past it, even with medication, like sometimes you're going to feel the side effects and then your body will get used to it, right? So if you try it for a week and then you're like, this is not working, maybe taking it at a different time of day, or maybe you do it once a week and you stick to that. So thinking about starting with the smallest frequency, whether it's a small bit every day or like one day a week, whatever it might be, finding ways to incorporate it. This could be something like exercise. You're not going to go to maybe like a CrossFit gym and sign up for one of their like boot camps when you haven't exercised at all in years. You're going to go one time, your whole body is just going to be like done. You're just going to be like, oh, no, can't do it. That's something I can't do. Exercise isn't for me. Maybe instead you start going for a walk every day. That's what I started doing. And now I'm feeling at the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to probably start doing some workouts because I allowed that to be my dose for a while. And that was good. But now I'm feeling like, okay, my body's too used to it. We plateau. And then it's like, oh, this is no longer having the effect, right? It's not feeling like enough for me. I feel like I need more. So then you add on a little bit, add weights next. And then what happens with weights? You start with the lowest weight. You're like, oh, now I can lift that and it feels like nothing. Move to a higher weight. And that can be the same with like even meditation or things that we know are good for us for our mental health. So maybe you start with just a five minute meditation in the morning. And then when you're like, oh, I didn't feel like that was enough. How many times have you done that? Where you finally are in the space for meditation and you're really sinking into it and then it ends. And that can come up as well. There's going to be probably some side effects with anything that you're doing. Your body's going to resist it maybe a little bit at first and feel discomfort because you're going out of your comfort zone or changing what is normal and safe in your body. And so paying attention to whether that's because it's new and different and you just need to push, like I said, it's just knowing what you need to get past the plateau. That can be with creativity. You make yourself do one sketch per day in a journal, and then eventually you start 
getting inspired and a whole project comes from that. For me, it's just sometimes looking at art and being inspired by it. So you might just start injecting your day by following accounts on social media of things you want to do, whether it's like a certain job or maybe a dietary change or exercise or more meditation, more mindfulness, whatever feels good for you that you want to work on. And then gradually, if you're asking the universe to show you more of what you need, you'll find the spirit crumbs that lead you on that path. And then it will become more effortless to find what you need at each step on that journey. It's different for everyone, but it can be even about quitting your job. Now, all of us are just going to up and leave our job randomly to do something new very quickly. Maybe it's a matter of just starting the new thing. Let's say you're going to do intuitive readings. So maybe you start practicing first, even before that. Then you start telling people about it, create social media, and then start to open up some time in your schedule. Once those start booking up all the time consistently, then you're like, okay, I'm kind of at a plateau here. It's time to add some more. And then as you're doing it on the side and you're allowing it to build, maybe then you get to a point where you're like, okay, I can't do both of these. It's too much. Maybe that's when you transition. So this can apply to almost anything, but we want to keep in mind that any extreme on either side of not taking the medication at all, then you're just going to have these same symptoms, the same issues, whatever it is that was not feeling good, whether you're just feeling unsatisfied, overwhelmed, frustrated, angry. If you don't do anything to figure out what you need, this goes back to like, what type of rest do you need? It's just in general, like in your life, like where is it that I can start to add something new? Like maybe you're not feeling inspired, not feeling energized. Maybe you're like, I need more movement, more stimulation. I need to do a course or something. Whatever it is, just finding the right dose to start with for you so that you're not going to just give up on it is important. I quit smoking cold turkey. That was something that I was like, okay, I know I'm ready to do this, but that's not the case for most people. Most people need to determine that they want to quit. And then maybe they're going to have a program or something where they're connecting with people to have that accountability and then gradually cut back on their smoking. When that feels okay, then they're like, okay, I'm ready to stop and use gum instead or a patch. And then eventually you're able to cut back more and more. And then after you haven't smoked at all for a while, that feels normal. And then a year later, you're like, how did I ever smoke in the first place? But that's not the same journey for everyone. Some people have to try a few different times, a few different ways. Sometimes having the one-on-one -on -one support with someone is really helpful. The group setting might be helpful, but maybe for some people, you'd rather just do it on your own. What's important is knowing that you don't have to be already there at the end goal in order to start. So titration is really important so that we don't burn out. We don't discourage ourselves. If you're looking at someone who's been doing a certain type of business for 10 years and you're like, okay, I have to have all the systems, I have to have a storefront, I have to have all these things that they have right off the bat and you don't start until you have all those things, then you might be in too far and not have all of the growth and the skills and the acclimation and the titration to that dose of like reality setting in. It's like if you were to open your business day one and have 400 people sign up for something and be messaging you and you're still working full time, that'd be too much. I'm not saying that having a lot of clients right away is bad. I'm just saying it might be if you're already very hesitant about putting it out there, 
you'd probably rather have the titration of different dosages where it's like the 10 milligrams is no longer doing anything. I need to go up to 20 now and applying that to whatever it is you're trying. Thinking about the plateau or what feels like stagnation to me in my body when I think of it. If you get to a point where like there's no impact anymore, I love what I'm doing, but I'm just feeling like there's no impact. I'm not getting any inspiration or joy. I'm not getting those like highs from it anymore. That can be a sign that you need a change. If it's your offerings and things you're putting out there, how can you change them? Well, what part of them excites you the most? What part of your job excites you the most? How can you do more of that? Like I said before, making it a challenge for yourself. So adding weight, adding a new modality, thinking about ways you can increase the dosage in your life. It sounds corny, but it's the way it's coming through. It can really help you in so many areas of life. If you notice that you're zipping through tasks and you don't even remember doing them, all of those things maybe are signs that it's time to make a change. Or on the other side, if you're feeling really tired and irritable and you have headaches and everything, think about like where that's coming from. And then looking at ways to either reduce your mental load, going back to last week with the rest, right? Maybe we have these two, these feel linked. So maybe we go back to rest. There might be times when you need more social interaction. Maybe what you're feeling with this stagnation and boredom and fatigue is that you're too isolated. You're not going to go to the extreme and sign up for 10 new activities and call all of your friends in one week and try to schedule things. Maybe you just reach out to one friend that week or find an ongoing club or program doing something that you're really interested in so that it's not too much. And then if it's still not enough, you can always add more. I think that's kind of a general rule in life, right? Like, even with seasoning something, if you pour all of the chili powder in at the beginning and then you taste it later, sometimes there's no coming back from it, right? Also, even when you're baking, this came to mind just now, the recipe might call for two cups of flour, but there's other conditions, right? There's like the moisture, the brand, the type of flour, all these things. So the recipe might say one thing, but you add the flour gradually because maybe you get to one and a half cups and you're like, this is as solid as I want it to get. It's just going to be crumbling apart if I add any more. Good thing I didn't add it all at once, right? I'm impatient sometimes and then I regret it later. I feel like also using the idea of a recipe or a recommended dosage, thinking of society in general and like expectations or like unwritten rules, seeing the example of other people, it may not apply to your specific set of conditions. Sometimes the medication will need to be changed in order to be effective for your brain chemistry or your hormones, vitamin levels, all these things, they impact your experience of taking that medication. They often tell you a list of things that have drug interactions, right? What things are you doing that are incompatible? This can be a relationship that's incompatible with you moving forward on your personal growth. You're trying to quit smoking, but all of your friends smoke right? If there's something that is causing you to have some sort of a side effect or if there's something that's feeling uncomfortable right away, it could also be perhaps like some trauma or some healing that you have to do before you're able to do this thing comfortably. Maybe that's where working with a therapist or a doctor could be really helpful in order to figure out why you're having this resistance to the new thing that you're implementing. 
But I think I'm going to leave it there because I don't want to have to go into any more of these random metaphors. But this just feels like it ties in with rest a lot. If you have nothing else in mind for what to use this for, maybe just think about how you're incorporating rest or how you're going to incorporate rest. Oh, it's 222 right now when I'm recording and it's 22% on my battery. Wow. Twos have been coming up a lot for anything that is a theme that we all can connect on. And so this goes back to last week's episode. We each take our time for rest and we're all creating a sustainable way of being. That was my overall theme for this episode, as you know from the title, titration and easing into a new way of being. This can be a collective theme as well. So thinking about the systems and structures we talked about last week and how things need to be dismantled. If we just shut everything down and then had to scramble to create new systems, I think it would be absolutely chaotic. But if we gradually make policy changes and we're each moving it forward a little bit at a time, it's going to be more manageable to keep the momentum going longer rather than, like I said, the burnout of like trying like the full dose right away and then having the huge pushback of symptoms and then being like, okay, that's not working and then giving up. So I hope that resonates. And I want to mention again that I have my newsletter and it is for Leo season, for the seasonal reset. I just really want to thank you for listening and for the people who have given me reviews. There's a few on Apple. And I know on Spotify now in the app, you can also rate shows. So I would really appreciate if you could do that so that I can have new people find me and connect with more of you. So thank you again and enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.